You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, the actual host of the program, the owner, the CEO, the proprietor, head of payroll, lead therapist, head custodian. What? Lead custodian? Yeah, you got the job uh, last week. Congratulations, Elise Pagan. Head custodian is another one of your titles as you climb up the illustrious corporate ladder at Unreasonable Fridays. Our host, Elise Bacon. Bacon, how are you? Congratulations! Yay! Wait. <laughs> no. I rebuke all of this. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, want, you, you, you got the job. Congratulations. Nope. No, you did. There's no job. I That's know. right. And, you, and listen, no. and with that, you get the appropriate, the, the corresponding pay bump. <laughs> A whole whopping five cents. Oh, let's slow our roll there, champ. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's going <laughs> oh, okay, crazy. Three. It's That's crazy. It's let's go crazy now. I understand. I know cost <laughs> of living is getting a little getting high, but have you considered maybe laying off the coffee, laying off the Starbucks? Maybe you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually. Just stop with all that. Stop with all that whole. You don't need three whole meals a day unless you're going out. You know what I mean? I'm just saying a little bit of personal responsibility would stretch out the extra two cents you already get from Unreasonable Fridays. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know if I need to do either of those things. How are you, babe? Um, I am okay. Um, it is officially pumpkin spice season. Oh my god. Um, I have not. So I, before pumpkin spice season started, I decided that I was gonna make my own pumpkin spice syrup just to like test it out, right? I'm waiting for like it to get a little bit cooler, where I'm really I'm waiting for like my fall stuff to like start getting here before I like really go in. But now that I've got like this fancy espresso machine and I have like this thing, this homemade pumpkin spice syrup is not only bacon friendly, but this shit is so fucking delicious. It's so good. So like got both. I am going to be as obnoxious as I want to be like rod level pumpkin spice in my life. Can I just like have a petition that we just call it sweet potato pie spice instead of pumpkin pie spice? And then everyone will be happy because it doesn't taste like pumpkin. It tastes like pie spice. But everybody gets angry at the pumpkin. Oh, no, no. I actually put pumpkin in my pumpkin spice syrup. Oh, my God. Right. So it has pumpkin. It's a pumpkin reduction. It's a pumpkin syrup reduction, essentially. So it's pumpkin, it's sugar, it's all of the spices that you put in pie. I'm terrified. With uh, I used I used coconut milk. I used like part half coconut milk, half water for it. Mm-hmm. Like full fat coconut milk, and then reduce it down to a syrup. Yep, I'm terrified. This shit is flames. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Now that I know that I can do it, so like. And I and my latte art abilities are coming back. Oh, that's amazing. Like, I was just happy that I managed to make, like, a proper chai latte. I was like, yay, this tastes like chai latte deliciousness. I'm going to take my mug and 
go away. Before we continue with barista talk, <laughs> the other voice you hear is our guest today, the illustrious business person, Eric Collins. Erica, how are you? Welcome to the program. I am a solid 8.5 out of 10. Successful. Def- yes. We're doing it. I'm here. It's really high, actually, considering the circumstances. 8.5 is, uh, <laughs> like, I, I was about to realize. say, that way higher than I was expecting. Right. 8.5 out of 10. That's where we are. Because I'm with my favorite people, who are amazing. <coughs> yes. And so, even though I'm tired, like, my spirit is light. So, we'll see how long I hang in here. All right. Okay, back to barista talk. This is important. Barista talk. <laughs> um, I, in two of my um, French press, because I've been doing, um, even though I have an espresso machine, I also have a French press. So, sometimes I'm like, today I would like French press coffee with steamed milk. <laughs> and yeah. I've got the full, I've got like the full leaf. That's like delightful. art. And of course I've got the cinnamon, so like the cinnamon is framing it. I'll send you a picture. You should. I'll send you. Like it's not like Facebook post like worthy yet. And the reason why I say that is because I have I have Seattle baristas still on my Facebook timeline. Uh, so I'm just like, yeah. no, I can't share this here yet. Um but I can share this with everybody else who is not a barista. <laughs> I mean I'm not going to judge you because I can't pour latte art. Like, none. Like, absolutely no art whatsoever. I can just make it taste good. I mean, I could do interpretive latte art. Like, if we all just kind of <laughs> lay like, on the ground and look at the top of the latte and talk about what we think it looks like, we can, I can do that. Oh, oh that's no, pretty. Oh, no. They clearly look like leaves. They do. They, they, and that's really pretty. Isn't it pretty? Now, again, it is not facebook instagram post worthy yet but that is the next goal <laughs> i don't know i think we should make this like the cover art for this episode i mean that's fine sure right. we will be sharing <laughs> this on the social medias as representative of this program yes and then right. you can all but chip only in listeners so that they can make fine. more coffee <laughs> which you. means you'll have to follow my instagram um what is your instagram uh, Mecca Bacon. That one's Mecca Baconzilla. Spelled correctly. Spelled correctly. Because right. nobody stole that one. While we're here, we just go ahead and do the housekeeping. Because you also have a Twitch channel. I have a Twitch channel, which please subscribe to. <laughs> I mean, the Twitch channel is a thing. We're actually making it a thing. Regular, regular broadcasts of baking, playing several games with an engaged chat and high production values. Very high production. Is it high production value? Extremely high production value. Okay. I mean, I have friend. I've had friends who try to stream and they just kind of do whatever, and I do not watch them. <laughs> and I don't think anything's wrong with that. Like I'll, I don't. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you know I, I subscribe. You know what I mean? If I know you long enough, I might even, you know, get some. I might get a few free subs. But I'm not going to sit and watch that in my free time. Yeah, production values on your Twitch channel are uh, quite good. I did also just update my uh, Twitch subscription badges, and uh, they're all very cute. They're pixelated pieces of breakfast. Ooh. <laughs> like pancakes? So, 
pancakes is the uh i can't remember if that's the six or the nine month one but I've pancakes is on there the base one month subscription is bacon two months literally literally two strips of bacon two strips of bacon two months <laughs> is a fried egg three months a waffle with butter and i assume syrup dropped in a drop of syrup in every single square yes and six months is a frosted pop tart what flavor is this pop tart <laughs> that one's strawberry strawberry has got frosting on it frosted strawberry at nine months you get a it looks like a um it really does look like a uh it's a croissant it's red though it's a like croissant. it's like it's red sauce so- it's red though like it's got like not barbecue from, sauce and like hot from, like hot wing sauce in it not from my angle it looks like no a it's orange i know it, it on my angle it looks a little more red than a croissant so it looks like it's got a little like a little no, spice in it, it a little kick Toasted croissant. Which is, which is fine. It's a croissant. <laughs> if it's Texas, then, you know, there's probably brisket in there or something. Right. That's what I mean. There's a little brisket, little brisket, little uh, little hot Almond sauce cro- in it. Almond croissant, if it's up here. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Love marzipan. <laughs> and for one year subscription, you get a full stack of delicious of delicious pancakes. With a pat of butter on top. That's right. With a pat of butter on top. Mm-hmm. I always have a question about the butter on top. What happens if you put, like, the butter on top never quite makes it across all the pancakes? You're supposed to, like, swipe it and then lift up the other stacks and swipe it and then leave the pat of butter at the bottom. So I go at the bottom? <laughs> I do. Okay, I do that with the, okay. I do that. It's funny enough, I do that with syrup. That's what you're supposed to do with the butter, too. Huh, I do that with the It's okay. a holy union of tastiness. That said. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the twitch um we also have a discord yes <laughs> so you can message me via discord which my handle is baconzilla uh number sign one five five one which if you're a discord user you understand that <laughs> if you are following me on twitter or following unreasonable fridays at twitter and you're like i don't know what this means um I have a Discord, but I don't know how to add people. Just shoot a message, and I will send you a Discord server invite. <laughs> and if you're terrible, we will kick you right back out again. Or rather, they will. I have both. nothing to do with that. It will <laughs> be a revolving door, though. Both Aaron and I have control over the UNF Twitter account, uh, which is really funny because it, you'll you'll see random likes that'll have to do with wrestling. Or random replies because we're both logged in on the wrong account for whatever reason. I've I've learned to accept that. That's I just decided it's fine. It's part of the unreasonable flavor. I think it I would really do that no matter is. how large, no matter what happens here, is I would always want somebody, I would want like seven different people to have control of the Twitter so they're liking different stuff. <laughs> yes. Confuse the algorithms or, right. forever. Keep them off our tail. <laughs> Um, it's actually like I specifically haven't turned off the featured posts on the Twitter Discord, not Twitter Discord. Why did I say that? On the Twitter profile for the UNF because it's really funny what it considers a featured one. It is all over the fl- place. Like it'll be Destiny wrestling or like something bizarre that only has to do with me. <laughs> yeah, or things that you've actually tweeted just in your voice that are just very much you. 
Right. And it's just, I just, I, it is very amusing. And I'm not changing that. At first, it was a series of mistakes, and now it's just a happy accident. And now I refuse. And if you're wondering why the tone of the official Twitter of Unreasonable, of Unreasonable Fridays of ADD Space is all over the place, it's because several people are on it. <laughs> it is all over the place. And we have it with our main accounts on our phone. Yes. I mean, Bacon is head custodian, though, so it's fine. Uh, no, it's I'm not. Fine. Yeah, you are. Congratulations. <laughs> Good work. Very nice. Like a pancake custodian or something. Like, not a... You mean, like, sweeps, like, like cleans with a pancake? No, I mean, like, all the pancakes go to their custody. Like, they take care of the pancakes. They are the keeper of the pancakes. I'm okay with this. See? <laughs> like, if it means, like, I don't do anything but collect pancakes... And I'm vegan and and am the great pancake collector. It's That's one it. of the it's one of the things about being head custodian is whatever you take care of, you can dictate that. I can't argue with you. If you're like, all right, I'm just gonna clean up all the pancakes and then leave at two in the afternoon, you're the head custodian. What am I supposed to what can I say to you? <clears throat> I can't argue. I, you got the job. Congratulations. We're gonna, you know, we'll have to talk about it, you know. Classic classic uh classic maintenance. But in the meantime, until we have our performance review, you just gotta snatch up all the pancakes. I mean, otherwise, you're just going to be sitting there like, who left all these pancakes all over the place? Nobody wants that. Right. There you go. All right. Pancakes where? How? All right. So because we have, we have a limited amount of time with Erica, we are here. First thing we're going to talk about is um, the new game Boyfriend Dungeon, which I'm going to. Who am I handing this off to? You, Bacon? I'm handing this to you, Bacon. Sure. Maybe. Sure, I'll I'll take it. I'll take the hot potato. Okay, it's not, <laughs> not a hot potato. It's just I realized as I was walking, I approached it's the cliff Luke, because Luke, I'm I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just a I'm just a dude. So I'm just like, oh, right. Half, half half baked mashed potatoes. Like it's just a bag of Lay's potato chips. I just can't get it open. <laughs> like I just need I just need somebody else to just literally just literally open it and hand it back to me. So please, open it. I'm I I can't I, I can't. Uh, so, Boyfriend Dungeon is a newly awaited indie game, indie game, super that, indie, super indie. They had a Kickstarter that was so long ago that I forgot that I backed it. I that Kickstarter <laughs> was so long ago I couldn't remember if I backed it. I went and, and I looked was in like, my emails and I had, and then Aaron found my like username that I won't repeat out here because I don't want people discovering like my fan fiction writing but my my name was actually there in the credits and i was like oh i guess i did actually back this so long ago <laughs> it's it, like we've, we've been waiting a good couple of years for this game yeah but again this is this is by a relatively small team um they did uh moon whatever moon hunters yeah, moon hunters there it is they did some other like uh popular uh kind of well-known indie games. Although this indie game suffered from the same problem that their other indie games suffered from, which is completely not their fault. Um their games get overhyped like badly. Mm. They, they they have a they have a really good marketing team by the way. But like people overhype their games like and think that there's going to be more game than it's than it it's there, forgetting that they are a small indie team. I mean, they can only put so much out. 
It is right. very, very indie, and they are very, very, like, not publicly funded. Right. And so, like, one of the things their games suffer from is people are like, this is a really short game syndrome. But, mm. again, this is not the company's fault. <laughs> it's not the company's fault, and I don't know, given... Given this game, I don't know that we want it in this iteration to be super much longer, given one of the main plot points. No, no, I just need more dungeons in this one. The oh, length well, is more the dungeons. More dungeons would have been interesting. That that would artificially increase the length, which is fine. And would also have spaced out douchebag. But we'll get in that in, the, in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this game has like a lot of controversy right now. Um because uh, they're, they misrepresented a character in their marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we got the game, we started playing the game, there was a major shock at a character who uh, is literally a, a stalker. Like, he is a stalker and he uses emotional manipulation he is not actually a, a like a romanceable character. He's um actually a villain. Like he's he's, mm-hmm. a, he's the main antagonist. He's he's incel flavored. He's what? He's incel flavored. Oh, he is like like straight off the internet incel. Yep. Like straight like replies in your Twitter comments is that one dude off of fa- like on Facebook who's just like sea lining everything yep. like straight off like straight is the internet characterized and like done a little too well I wasn't really ready for it um and there was a trigger warning kind of except for the trigger warning also rep- misrepresented the nature of this character so the trigger warning originally said this game make may contain content involving stalking and emotional manipulation and it turns out it's not a may it is an is i mean unless you just stop at a certain point for sure and no cuz you in order to continue you have to do it right like that's a, like you either just say you know what i'm good here you can finish all the dungeons without interacting with with him at the yeah. final piece cuz i i did that much um yeah, you just can't finish the story. You, you can't, can't finish no. the And I I will be upfront and say I kind of glossed over a bit of the content warning. And because I backed this thing like a couple of years ago, I like all the marketing fell out of my brain. Um what I will say is when I saw like just the gist of the warning cuz I, you know, skimming, hitting A, want to play leave me alone with your notices about whatever. Um, I was like, oh, that sounds a little like Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay. And so for me, it wasn't as bad. But if you're paying attention and reading it and trying to like think, okay, this is going to be okay. It's not so much. No, it's not. And if it's and so there was, you know, of course, the on the internet discourse happens. And then over the course of the day, that discourse, like, Grew. Not grow isn't the word I want. (laughs) (laughs) Because the conversation takes a turn at about like 12 hours in. I mean. 
And at, after the 24 hour mark, people are having a completely different conversation. And you have people who have no anything in this giving their opinions. Like people who aren't going to play the game, didn't even look oh, at the game. It's Kickstarter. that terrible game, oh. that terrible game version of Telephone where all the reviews have now informed all the people who have no opinion because they haven't played it, but they read a thing that was about a thing that they read another thing. And like that thing is inaccurate. Yeah. I was like, it was, it was, it was not, I was actually really glad that I, um, cause I'm still, I'm trying to get through the world ends with you. So my initial goal was to finish the world ends with you and then play boyfriend dungeon, but all this shit kept happening. And I went, hold up, let me just play this game. Mm. <laughs> let me just spend like two days playing this game. It was like, oh, it's, it was like my first playthrough was like 13 hours. So I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Like it's not. Um, it is not the doom and destruction that I have seen written about it online. And from my perspective, as a person who has been in toxic relationships, I actually appreciated some of the ways in which they handled this because at no point are you without support when character is being super creepy and awful. There's right. always there are always supportive people around you and that's a thing that doesn't happen in real life so it almost felt like you know baby's first stalker sim or whatever <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like you know like when you're when you're 12 and you haven't actually gotten into like dealing with creeps like you're just getting to the age where creeps are going to reveal themselves it's like that it's like your your pads are still on your training wheels all that stuff and yes, it's bad, but it's not nearly approaching what it could be. Right. No, I think like the content, with the exception of the ending. Yes. With the exception of the ending, and I right. I understand what they're doing with the ending. The exception of the ending, I think they held like they handled that content well. Um, from the conversation approaching it in like an accessibility conversation. Right. right. Um, they definitely needed to change that that content warning which they even they even agreed they're like no you're right we need to change that content warning mm -hmm. because and listen it is very important not to make fun of people's triggers like very you, important you just don't know what is going to do it it can be like people will have a variety variety of triggers Mine is breathing exercises, like anything that focuses on breath. That's mine. Mm -hmm. um, like visual, like, of course, like abuse. But that could even be like against children, which can extend into teenage years. And yep. that can even be like that can that encompass yelling mm -hmm. like an adult yelling at a teenager in an abusive situation because um, emotional manipulation abuse is that sort of that sort of thing so like those are like my triggers but like i know people whose triggers involve half the shit this uh, that this character says and does right he's he's very he is emotionally manipulative in a way that in real life flies under the radar he's the kind of person where people will go oh he's okay just give him a chance and right like no no chances for you and the <laughs> thing is the things he says are things I have heard in real life, mm -hmm. like in real situations and real conversations. Oh, he's not just, he's not very just well online. Written. He's he's very well written. 
Um, yeah, he and then terrible. And didn't his uh, voice actor get threats because his character is so terrible that we have now disassociated from reality to say yeah, that we don't like the voice actor who is voice acting this terrible yeah, human? Yeah, they sent the person who voice acts this character death threats. And I'm like, but that's not like, can we? It's a character. Right. And that's a real life person who did not do the things that the character yeah. And granted, this isn't some this isn't something new. This is like a constant thing that happens. It's like really disconcerting. I uh, mean, it, it does. Yeah. It happens far too often. I don't know that I've heard it happen as often to male voice actors, which doesn't mean it should happen to them. Just the the visceral reaction was shocking to me that I I feel like specifically with this person. Um, I, and I, I did, I watched, I watched the, the Twitter stuff occur over the course of like 48 hours mm-hmm. in, in that sort of like, you just need to kind of watch, uh, chaos and dis- destruction happen. <laughs> um, it was kind of like watching a car crash. I mean... Sometimes Twitter really is just like, oh, the very worst of humanity is here and brought friends who are even worse somehow. Yep. Yep. So I was I was watching that unfold and there were definitely turfs in this Mm -hmm. and in this discussion. And there were definitely people who were just jumping on one because it was the thing to do and two jumping on because this game is very clearly it, it is a very queer friendly game it is but- and very accessible and a thing that stuck out to me that i thought was actually very uh, thoughtfully done was the also, mom oh mom was great also right. the creators are are varying levels of non-white and cre- queer mhm mhm so like it like these things did not escape my notice in the level of hate that they got. Right. Like that was um, the thing. The backlash was so huge. And it's like, come on, y'all. Look at this game. This is well, I mean, and that's part of it. Like that's part of it too. So like uh, some of the backlash with people who didn't even play the game. Right. Other others were because let's attack the marginalized people. And others were like, y'all need this is not accessible. Like, this is, like, there are accessibility issues with this game. And mm-hmm. I also saw a lot of critiques on um, the Arrow and Ace treat, Arrow and Ace treatment. Mm-hmm. And I definitely agree on the aromantic treatment. Because um, there's really only one aromantic character, and he is a fucking hot mess. <laughs> yeah. And that is something, like, if there was, like, a portrayal of a aromantic character who was not like that that would have been great i mean it um, was uh, mm, <laughs> it would have been good <laughs> if we had had some more options there for sure right and there are supposed to be two other characters that are going to be dlc so i have no idea what they're going to be like but you can have is it, is it the is it one of the ones that we met already yeah. okay yeah, yeah. like yeah it's going to be uh, Jonah and Leah. We haven't met Leah yet. No, no, no. But we did see Jonah. 
Mm-hmm. And so there's even a DLC. little Easter egg that's like, you know, we'll see each other sooner than you think. Right. And I was like, and I, I actually looked that one up because I'm like, did I miss him? Because I found out I missed, I missed like Rowan until the end of the game because I didn't walk up towards the right. There's no reason mansion. you don't have a reason to <laughs> walk up there. There's no reason until, to walk up towards like the unless you're just like wandering around like I do. Like I tried to leave the city at first, and I'm like, there are there are like bars here. Is this Silent Hill? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's happening? And I've noticed, I feel I feel like they're gonna add more characters and more dungeons as it goes. As the game goes later on, I the game so. has I a lot. I hope we get to go to different places. Um, um, I feel like the game has a lot of expansion opportunities. It does. Like, you know, we could go home. Um, these dungeons are following us around and, like, following our psyche. We're conquering our well, I mean, internal demons. It's like, there's a lot of potential internal demons is what I'm saying. That could follow you across country, like a, an entire trip from coast to coast. But if you if you look at the map, there's like buildings that kind of stand out that become like interactive because of like date, like quote dates or cutscenes, mm-hmm. but they stay separated out. I'm like, those are all gonna be dungeons. I hope so. <laughs> I hope well, I guess so. There's like five more of them, and I'm like, I yes. listen, I want to play more of this game. I had fun with it. I binged it until I was done, and that's not usually how I play games. I normally pick them up, put them down wander off forget that i played come back go what was i doing start over again <laughs> so for me to get through it you know it was snappy it was well paced i liked the plot except for you know that guy and how we handled the ending because that guy that guy i don't like that i don't like that he has the masculine version of my name like can we just name him something else cuz like i'm i am offended I hate that. Um, so the base, kind of like the premise of this game is you're playing a character who has never been on a date, has a lot of like insecurities when it comes to relationships, not just romantic ones, also friendships. Yes. This is kind of like, this person is just like someone who really just doesn't have friends, doesn't really, has never been on a date, has like, and is just like, has, this character also has anxiety, mm-hmm. like at one point. Um, and this is where I definitely fell in love with one of the characters, 100%. Like, like you have a straight-up anxiety attack because you invited, like, somebody over to watch a movie. And then, like, they show up and they're like, are you okay? It's okay. It's cool. You don't even have to feel bad. And I'm just like... This game is a warm, <laughs> this game is a warm hug in so many ways. Um... And then this character, Eric, like we said, like very insult type, is like literally the exact opposite mm-hmm. of like this character also has insecurities around relationships, friendships and romantic. And but whereas you are going, you personally are going and facing your fears involving that in like intimacy and whatnot, like relationships and intimacy, mm-hmm. they are internalizing theirs and theirs becomes a literal monster. And a monster whose creation, if you think about it too much, then becomes really icky if you think about it even a little really icky. Not not a good thing. Um, I won't spoil that. But yeah, if you look at how that particular monster is created and think about the way that you play this game, it's like, oh, oh, 
Yeah. That's it's, no good. It's, it's, it, it, is, it is a very icky insinuation. It really and, is. It really is. And um, you are, and sorry, continue. No, I was going to say, like, aside of that, just, you know, just, just be friends with the cat. Like the cat is the best. The cat is the best option out of it. Uh, <laughs> this game has a seven thousand six hundred and eighty-seven rating out of ten for cats. Yes, like the cat is the purest cat of all cats, and no one has ever loved me in a video game the way Pocket does. So thank you, I Pocket. Love, I love Pocket. Thank you. Pocket is not romanceable. This is pet love. Right. Like this is this. We are literally talking about the purest love of having a pet companion. It's not furry. It's not weirdness. It's just it's so pure. It's very pure. It is the love that a cat owner has with their cat. Also, if they do not bring in Pocket's owner, I am going to be angry. I mean, Pocket's <laughs> owner should be romanceable. Like, I was, I was kind of like hoping I, for that. Like, will Pocket just eventually lead me to their co-owner? Since you know, they're just like, oh, I'm gonna let Pocket out now since we apparently share a cat. Right. <laughs> I, I also love the fact that this is really how cats work. Yes. This is like like cats can pick up multiple owners, especially when they leave their house. Yep. It's just like, oh, oh, my cat has another family. Like that's something. I mean, that cats it's called do. double catting around. You have a cat, mm. they double cat around. Love it. Um, but one of the things I, I don't really like how they handled this is so again, because Eric and his grossness and his insecurities and him like they become a literal monster, you have to engage with that monster. You do. You have to. And that's the sort of thing where I'm just like, there's and you have to engage with him in order to get there so like you can't even what i wish that they because i know you can't like change that but i wish they could have like used your cousin because your cousin introduces you to people in the game mm-hmm. i wish they could have used that instead of like just blocking his texts because i wish you could have like had the option of blocking his text messages after a while but then use your cousin as a proxy i mean that would have been fine in, in a way to to get this point forward um I don't know, but you there's no there's no way around engaging him. I wouldn't want to subject my cousin to that. Like the first hint that you have that Eric is not like a great guy is him like telling you your cousin's a loser, right? Well, and he knows your like he your cousin introduces you to him because he used to be a friend of he he is was a friend of your cousin, right? And so So it's like like, your cousin your cousin's even taken him back like the fuck. Right. So it's like, I don't know that I, in real life, I would not have my cousin talking to somebody who had said that they were a loser. Also, in real life, I would have been like, uh, and I'm losing your number now, along with several things that would need to be bleeped out in order for me to keep my corporate position. Uh, So, like, I just, that made me literally angry. Like, that was the first time that I, like, felt like, oh, what? What did you say about my cousin who is trying his best to, like, help me get out of my shell? Like, are you really, like, trying to say I'm so cool, but my cousin is a loser? Are you reverse negging me? I hate you now. I'm like, my cousin is a beam, a precious beam. Right. Right. Please just never darken my door again. 
But what, what I mean by that is like there is a point where he does message your cousin. Your cousin goes, okay, we should go to the shop. Um, and your cousin part. and your yeah. cousin does relay that information to you. He's like, I talked to Eric. We should go over here. And what I think they should have done is giving you that option to like for like the couple of things that happened before that mm-hmm. just to get you to there um, to have it route through your cousin. I if mean, that makes sense. I can see it. Uh, not that I want it to be routed through the cousin, but as an option for yeah, people. Like it's to a move. it's another viable path. It's just not a path I would take. I would just as soon send the raven. You could have, if you if you have him unlocked, I feel like that would also be okay. Right. Like just like send it through a Patronus. Have Pocket, like, knock over his trash can or something. I don't know. Like, I just, I want only the worst things for Eric. There is no redeeming. Like, if somebody tells you Eric is misunderstood and a favorite sympathetic character, run away. I would actually be very concerned because at no point. Run away. Literally at no point is he even considered in the game as a sympathetic character. Like, even even the other characters are like, we're not forgiving you Mm-mm. they think there's a point in the barbecue when they're just like i think he's just a sad muffin like that's not their words but like that's kind of the gist of the what they say and i was like nah nah that's yeah. an incel right and so like it's kind of almost like preface like almost in a way of like i don't some people are talking about like you redeem him i don't think he's ever i don't i I never got that from that i've played through it twice now i don't think that he's redeemable i think he was saying what he needed to say to be able to leave the situation right and i don't think i actually don't think the character was redeemed at all no in the game like i don't i don't think the game redeems him no, um. and the ways in which you battle that boss and the ways in which you contribute to that boss either powering up or powering down, also a bit manipulative, um, I will say, because uh, you know kind of what you are, air quotes, supposed to say. Um, it is, in fact, not really, in my opinion, um, a useful thing to say to an incel narcissistic stalker. Um, however, that's the gameplay loop. So I personally think that Eric only takes as much responsibility as is required in words and deeds in the moment to get by. And I don't think anything that he says to you is trustworthy or believable if we are to accept the fact that this monster that he has created is a reflection of his deepest, darkest desires and, you know, basically um, his internal self. Well, how do I put it? So there, there is a thing where, and this happens, where like, I mean, sometimes, to be honest, hot sometimes, um, a, a person is forced under the circumstances to acknowledge their behavior and um, like kind of become responsible for their actions. And Eric was put in that spot where he, there was no other option. He had to reconcile with what he had done and was, and like saw the after effects of it and was horrified. Um, 
I don't know if you watched this documentary or heard of it, but like for whatever, like my brain immediately went to it. The original found like the original owner of 4chan after he watched like the after effects of what happened and when it affected his life and he could no longer like blame it on anybody but anybody else. Mm -hmm. There was that definite moment of like real understanding. Um, and if you watch the documentary, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I feel like the character Eric had that in there. I was still, but like you don't, you don't have to forgive your abusers. You don't. You really don't. And <laughs> no, I, I have, have not seen them. that documentary. And in thinking no. about some people that I know that have Eric-like tendencies, I'm like, you, you are saying and doing the things that you know you have to say and do, because otherwise you're going to jail. <laughs> and that's like that is my my take on Eric. Eric is trying to stay out of jail. And therefore, whatever he says isn't trustworthy. And narcissists do not improve via therapy unless it's a very specialized therapy. That so, they have to voluntarily go into. Yes. Like, so. like the, the thing with narcissists is narcissists have to realize that what they're doing has not just severe consequences, but like the level at which it affects people. And they, the only way it works is if they voluntarily go in themselves. Right. And I feel like Eric was more voluntold. He was definitely in the voluntold. I also think at least for one moment, he recognized how badly he fucked up. <laughs> Do I think that that's going to stay anywhere? <laughs> I mean, he, I, he, I really don't. I really don't think that that sticks, based on no. his actions throughout the game. I oh, have yeah, no, no faith. I have no faith in Eric's ability to redeem himself. Feel free to prove me wrong. Game in expansions. Show oh, us with with Eric redeeming himself I, no, over no, several don't. years. I was about to say I don't actually want to see him anymore. But if you do, fine. Listen, like. Feel free to prove me wrong is the thing. Like, I wouldn't want to interact with him, but put that in the game for the people who do. Just be like, he'd be like, if I, I, I wanted to be where if he's still owning the store, he goes, one second, let me get somebody else to help you. I mean, <laughs> that would be fair. I don't think he should be allowed to have the shop, honestly. I mean, he owns it, though, so. I mean, it should be taken away from him. Because I, even I mean, at the end, what he said about that monster and his hopes for that monster and then correcting it to, say, fear, when what he meant was hope. Um. Oh, yeah. It, it, there's actually several different conversation paths on that one. Mm-hmm. It gets wild. Like, I just, uh, I don't trust him. No, feel no, feel free to like have him about the neighborhood in an orange jumpsuit performing community service where I don't have to interact with him just like a pixel somewhere shoveling trash in a corner or like <laughs> even just like uh so this is what happened to Eric this is who runs the shop now I mean any of that 
But I don't think that he, to this point, has made a believable case of having redeemed himself or even being redeemable. Oh, no, 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 no. All of that to say, if you are triggered by people being very emotionally manipulative and twisting your words around and generally being just... Or stalking. Right, or stalking. He, the stalking happens immediately. The stalking? And it is, stalking, and it is creepy. It is... Um, I'm not going to lie. It's that version of stalking um, that non-men will recognize where men feel a little dangerous if you were to put up a boundary and tell them where to go and how to get there. It's that that kind of. That nigga is leaving shit outside of your house and you're like, I never told you my address. Right. And the fact that this person does this after you've already told them to go away, potentially. Uh, you do it even after you told me no way i mean like your boundaries are not safe in this game we'll put it that way your boundaries are not safe you have very supportive people during your like you know very low-key stalker experience compared to the things that happen real world but it still does not feel good it Um, does not feel good it really doesn't they did a very good job of it not feeling good right everything else is great I mean, the game is a warm hug on a lot of levels. It is. It really is uh, on a lot of levels. Um, Sawyer, bless their heart. They got friend zoned so fast. I mean, like, they they are a baby. <laughs> they are they, they are, are a baby. They are a child. They are a baby, and they don't know how to do anything or take care of themselves. Like they they, they are definitely just a platonic situation i don't understand how anyone and i no judgment but for me uh, i, would I say don't age. understand how i would anyone, say age I, I don't understand though even at any age and this comes from like experience i don't understand how you have romantic feelings for someone who is an unmitigated disaster in so many ways at all times i understand how you can love them but like treating them like an equal partnership where your partner is like randomly exploding in ways that don't make sense at all. Please. <laughs> like that person is Sawyer is a baby. They need to eat three square meals a day, um, get a Pell grant, and you know, <laughs> blessings upon them forever. Uh, I could I could see if you're a person playing this game in your early twenties. Oh man, right. Like I like even. Oh man, I I, <laughs> I I remember the time in which I couldn't cook, um, or I was just learning how to. Like I I, I remember the age where like a sore like person would have been fine. I um, mean, for me, that age was like fourteen. But like me not me. being able to cook and kind of flailing was 14. And maybe that's it. Like, the, like I have pe- Sawyer pegged as super young. Like maybe they are 18. Maybe if you squint and tilt your head to the side. But they, still, are, they, are, they are absolutely 18. But please just like let me help you fill out your FAFSA. <laughs> and, and and like put some, some money on your, your Instacart account or something because – I mean, they are a precious dewdrop of a child. 
can't help it there. But that is, but that is, that is struggle love right there. Like that is struggle love. You are struggling together. Both Listen, of you. I, I have, I have definitely been in struggle love relationships. So like <laughs> this is an, this is an all ages game. Yeah. And Sawyer is somebody's love, and Sawyer is basically my protege. That is, <laughs> I'm just like we have. There are no romantic feelings here ever. No, like they really, they <laughs> really are. You are a baby. They are a super baby, super baby. Seven is my favorite. Seven is very sweet. Love him very much. Seven's great. I'm just like you are really great for my brain right now. And you <laughs> know what? And you know what I really love about that, and and about all the characters really. Um, a lot of them are struggling with their own emotional or mental health issues. And so the answer, the right answer in air quotes, um, is not always the right answer depending upon who the person is you're interacting with or the weapon that you're interacting with. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Like Seven specifically is just like Seven has severe depression mm-hmm. and he's going through therapy and he's just like, I cannot rush a relationship, even though I really like you. Yep. Like, I can't rush it. But that doesn't mean you don't have like a rom- that doesn't mean you don't have like a relationship with him. You have a very like good relationship with him. Oh, it really is. Like all the relationships I, are good. I'm not even gonna say it's not even a it's not even a romantic relationship. I'm not even gonna say that it's like a Sam's romantic. It's just definitely one of those like he has to take it slow because he is depressed. I thought it was very romantic, but I'm also a person who finds romance in the mundane. It's very important. Right. Like in in my day-to-day reality and life, I appreciate those moments where it's just comfortable and quiet and nobody has to be on. And that to me is very romantic and Seven really kind of embodies that level of comfort. Um, it's good. It's good stuff. All of all of the stories are good stories with the weapons, though some of them are a bit more fantastical than others. Like I say, good, not like good in terms of this story made me feel warm and fuzzy. I feel like all of them have a certain level of or a facet of a relationship that is very true. Like I've seen facets of all of those relationships in relationships that I've been in, including the one that is really, you're a what now? What? (laughs) Sunder is a mess. Sunder is a mess, (laughs) but I have dated Sunder. I've dated Sunder as well. Sunder is... I've I've dated Sunder. There is a mess. And the the thing that made Sunder great... Is that he was all bravado and made no attempt to be anything other than bravado and, you know, like a lot of fun in the dungeon. I'm definitely expecting some extra content with him later on. I don't know. I kind I, I actually kinda like the way that ended with no satisfying resolution because that's how those relationships with people who are like Sunder and there is no satisfying resolution to that. 
if you do get it, it's like a decade later. Right. Like <laughs> if he hits us up in like Boyfriend Dungeon 3 and lets us know about how he's changed and is sorry and is doing better and then exits stage left, that's about what I would expect <laughs> of that kind of a relationship realistically. That's what I mean by they're they're all good. Like Sunder is good like he is a good representation of what that particular flavor of hot mess looks like he truly is he is such a hot mess he is and he doesn't and he doesn't make any real excuses for it you know he's Ah, like no he he does like he does He, he he tries to make some excuses for it and then at the end he's he just like he just like finally comes honest with himself and with you and it's like okay. Um yes, so I need pocket. I need pocket's owner in the game. Yes, that is a request. There, there are only two dungeons in this game, which makes the game feel kind of short. Uh the music in the game by the way, let's I need to shout out for the music in the game. Yes, the music is very good. The music is very good. It's very ambient and it fits really well. Um, I like all of the little monster animations. They're like they're cute. all like they're very cute, but they're also very well done. It's very snappy. Um, all of the weapons handle differently and are very smooth, but have different play styles. And you cannot get through a dungeon with one weapon in the same way that you can with another. It's not pure button mashing. You have to think about positioning and you have to think about um, timing and pacing and how those monsters move in order to not die. I tried. I'm like, okay, also what I need to know is what black person did they consult for Isaac? Like, I feel like they were just like spying. You know, like, you know, like all those memes where you see the black person and then you zoom in and there's a white person watching on the back. I feel like that was like the game developers research. Like they were just but, researching. They had researchers embedded everywhere. Isaac is a very particular stereotype, but it's a stereotype that only exists within the black community. Like it's like you have the black community and then our stereotypes of our own community. Yes. Like, this is specifically a non-white stereotype of a black person. It is. And it's a very well-done stereotype. And it's and it's a very specific one where I was just like, <laughs> who did they consult about this? Who told? Someone told. <laughs> because Isaac was, done, Isaac was done really well. Very well. We appreciate him. Um, um, but yeah, it was, was definitely... A, oh, I see where this is going within that first interaction. I'm like, listen, the the wealthy investor who has familial issues specifically with his father mm-hmm. and had to overcome, um, he even mentions that like he had to like overcome ideas of masculinity and whatnot all from his dad. Mm-hmm. And he clearly has issues with his dad, but he also wants to do work in the community. And he's very strongly Christian. Yes, super Christian. Very much trying to do right by God (laughs) and people. 
And when we first meet him, having this idea that he can capitalism his way out of it. So that was interesting to see, too. And to see that evolve. Right. Very interesting. And to see, like, him reckon with that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is a very specific. (laughs) It is. It is a very. um, And his dad. That's the thing that I like. His dad is also a very particular stereotype of a certain kind of black person. And not just bougie, but like, you know, that very. uh, I got here on my own moral fiber. And because of that, my money is delightful. And how dare you suggest otherwise? (laughs) Right. Which is funny that he has a son that's entirely opposite of that. But I was just like, I know your dad. Yes. Like, Like, I I know your like, I know your dad at the age that his dad is portrayed at. Yes, he is on several boards around town, most likely, um, as the oh. as the representative of the black community, TM. 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 He is uh, a credit to his race, one of the good ones, a solid fellow. Solid. Yes. Oh, it's just like, I'm like, ooh, wow, wow. I had, yeah, I definitely, I was just like, who told? Who did they talk to? We should, we should find out who consulted their friends. They definitely had Mm -hmm. some consulting there to make this realistic. They did. It's just like, what is this? Um, yeah, I, um, definitely, I definitely, so like, as, as much as I have like some very like, uh, I want to say concerns. Um, I have some. I definitely have some thoughts, which I've already stated, and some feelings on parts of the game and the parts of the game involving Eric. Mm-hmm. And then I really wish that they had an aromantic character that was not Sunder. <laughs> I mean, that would have been nice. Um, and the, I do appreciate the fact that you can have fully, like, you can have, you can have platonic relationships. You can have friendships. You can also have. Um, you can have like asexual, re- fully asexual relationships with at least two of the characters. Yep. Um, and, and you I... can like you can max out everyone's heart meter without being unfaithful to anyone. Yep. If you so choose. Yep. And that I thought was pretty amazing and really great. Um, the one thing that I would have liked to see would have been a better understanding of the fact that sometimes sex doesn't mean that you have committed to a relationship because a lot of times it seems like that was what clinched it, the fact that you slept together. And that's not like that's not a thing that I would want to have be considered a truth in a relationship because regardless of the relationship, romantic or not, sometimes sex is just sex. There are definitely two relationships in the game where sex does not solidify the relationship. <laughs> yes, there are a couple, but it's there, not always apparent. I, yeah, one of them, it wasn't obvious. It was just like, but I was really thankful for the, an after conversation with one of them where it was just like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's review. Yes. Let's like, 
reestablish where we're going. I, I, Listen, I, 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 really I, went, like, I went through this entirely wrong. <laughs> I really like that character's boundaries. That character right. has boundaries that are reflective of their like position in life, I think. And you have and you have the opportunity to violate those boundaries if you so choose, even after being informed that that is their boundary and you should not cross it. And it does not go well. Oh, I didn't choose that because I was looking at that like, oh, no, that's not that's not what we do here. I had a wrong (laughs) button. I had a wrong button press. And I was like, no. Oh, I'm sure. I am sure because that character like very much immediately was like. This is my boundary. Hi. I, was, <laughs> I accidentally, I had a wrong button press and I shit you not, I definitely reloaded the game and was very thankful for where the auto saves are at. Yeah, like that's good because it's seriously a thing. <laughs> my, my, the full force of my um, secondhand embarrassment came through, punched me in the face and I immediately restarted the game. <laughs> I couldn't even finish reading the text. So I was like, no. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not it was not. Listen, that boundary was so clearly articulated that if you violated it, I feel like the game should just close. Like, I feel like the game shouldn't allow you to progress. <laughs> Very clearly. Like, you aren't ready for relationships if you violate that boundary consciously. Like, the game should just uninstall itself from your device. Right, like that character specifically was just like right, like that character specifically should let you know that they are in fact uninstalling it from your device because you're not ready. Like that character should break the fourth wall and be like, okay, clearly you're not ready. No, when you are, you can try reinstalling this again. But for one week, you will not be able to download or reinstall this game on this device. Um, Goodbye and good night. I do want to like so. As a, we've definitely talked about it as a dating sim game. As a roguelike, I think it's fine. Oh, as a roguelike, it's great. It's fine. It's great. I have no issues with the roguelike. The only thing I want is more dungeons. Like I mean, the, more dungeons. The, the two um, dungeons was really shocking. More dungeons, crafting items that don't all do the same thing. Come on now. Okay, I was okay with that because it meant that I could change my look. <laughs> I need all of my so, unique looking items to do unique things. No, no, no. I'm I'm I understand you. I'm just saying <laughs> sometimes I want to wear the sunglasses, sometimes I want to wear the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so where I, ended I up get wearing you. like the tiara and then something really dramatic, not the wings. But like I had the halo but not the wings. Like I really just looked like I had stepped out of some random cosplay machine that just threw everything do you, together. You know what I want? I want the ability to overlap some of them. Oh, that would be interesting for sure. So like I'm wearing headphones and glasses. I mean, that would be cute. <laughs> I would have kept I would have kept Isaac's flower in my hair the whole time. The entire time. He is that flower such a was gentleman. Precious. He is such a gentleman who will kiss your hand and walk you home and talk to your mother about her financial investments to make sure that she's prepared for retirement properly. Listen, Isaac cares. He wants to make sure that your mom has an annuity that will keep her safe and secure in her home. And, and he will mean every word He will of mean it. every word. 
he is he is the, just Who did they so <laughs> earnest about this. He cares about you know like all of those things for you. He wants to make sure that your that your credit score is the best it can possibly be. He wants and to he make sure that all weapons have um have financial uh, stability. Yes, and that there's a union so that they are not, you know, taken advantage of by like the military industrial complex or anything like that. He's he's very passionate there's, about his causes. There. And he's going to take care of you for the rest of your life. And Isaac is going to take care of you for the rest of your life, and he's not going to do it in a paternalistic way. He approves of your dreams. He is supportive of your endeavors outside the home, whatever those may be. Support those endeavors, right? He is. He is. He is willing to be a patron of the arts. If you draw, he is going to show up at your movie pre- premieres. If you like do um, indie films, he's going to like buy a radio station so that you are stuck on SoundCloud with your rap career. Isaac I'm cares. Just, I'm gonna need my man. I'm gonna need this man. Listen, to, Isaac uh, cares. Like I'm not even I'm not even picking. No, no, no. Like I Isaac just need, cares I just need in the way that Russell acceptable. Williams cares about Ciara. Isaac cares, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> he cares so much. So I'm much to care just a little bit about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit about video games. He cares. He wants to be sure. Cracks me out. Mom is like, Jesus Christ. I also like how he never stops sounding like a tutorial. Oh, no, no, no. He is a teacher. He is a teacher. He He teaches you. If you need someone to handhold you throughout this game, Isaac will definitely do it. Isaac will hold your hand after making sure he has consent to hold your hand. Yes. And will be there for you when no one else is willing to be there for you. He will, like, if, if, if he were dating Sawyer, he would eat Sawyer's terrible cooking and tell Sawyer, you know, you're doing your best. Let's try this another way. And But he would eat the food, though. He would Why eat is it. Sawyer putting, what is Sawyer's obsession with blueberries? I, I assume it's a gaming reference. Like a Destiny reference because all the little dots in Destiny are blueberries. I just assume that that's what that was. I don't know that that's the truth, but that's what that's where I went with it. Um, also, that little mini game that you unlock where you're supposed to race. I'm so bad at it. Oh, I'm so bad at it that I made Aaron laugh himself off the couch. I can't deal with that perspective. I can't go forward in that game. All I did was go around in circles and circles. The while controls spinning. are. <laughs> weird it's like what is this he figured out how you actually move forward but no me i was just going in a circle like a drunk ladybug you have to go the direction that the vehicle is facing oh no like that doesn't work for me in my 3d spatial understanding like that's not not gonna work (laughs) very weird very weird i was like why did you do this to me Mm -mm. but there will be dlc uh, the DLC for it will have Jonah. It'll have another character named Leah. And it'll have... They really should make Mandy dateable. Um, they really should. Mandy has her own issues, though, and is a little stalkerish. And I wish we could have had some conversations with Mandy about that. Like, like I said, they need to have Mandy be dateable. I need Tank. <laughs> I need... And like I said, I need more dungeons. Yeah. Other than that, the game's fine. Game's fine. It's really... 
it's fine. I mean, overall, though, I would tell someone, understanding that there is that stalker component that you cannot get rid of. You cannot. You no cannot get rid it. of it. If that's, if that's not going to hit your triggers in a way that is damaging to you, I 100% say yes, play this game. It is a fun little romp. It's not long. You can get through it in a weekend or just one super long play session if you hyper-focus. That was me. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's completely playable. The dungeons are fun. The dialogue is often quite amusing. And, yeah, like, all of the characters are good representations of who they are. And Pocket is the best out of all of them. Forever. Forever. Pocket is adorable and delightful and an absolute bean. Listen, I took Pocket to the end of the game for that end game encounter. <laughs> like, like, no, no. I'm not going to subject another human to this. Pocket and I are going to mess them up. We're going to do it. Pocket and I. And that was my first playthrough. Um, and then my I second playthrough, I took Isaac because Isaac will, in fact, hold your hand forever. I took um, seven because he that nigga nearly punched that dude's lights out. <laughs> the, only, <laughs> the only person I can't recommend taking would be Sawyer because Sawyer is such a mess. Don't take that I, baby there. I would not take that baby Don't anywhere. Do that. that baby shouldn't even be in a dungeon, honestly. I don't know why that baby was in a dungeon. That baby should not be me, in a dungeon. That baby tried to talk to a pool so cue and is so awkward. And I just don't think that that baby should be in a dungeon at all. That makes me, it made me so angry at <laughs> Eric when I found that out. So angry at Eric. Mm -hmm. I was like, you violating bastard. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if stalking and emotional manipulation are triggers for you and you can handle that kind of discomfort because it is really uncomfortable. I mean, that part is so well done that you will be uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. Some people are calling it super tame and I'm like, I don't think that's tame. I don't think mm -hmm. it's tame. Like if you want to compare it to Doki Doki Literature Club, sure. But consider what you're okay, comparing. Doki Doki Literature Club is... A thing of its own. Right, but that's extreme. That is this is not tame, but it's not to the extent if you've ever not played that. Right. If you've ever played that, and I love that game, and they just updated it by the way, so I'm gonna be playing it again. Um but it is not to that extreme. That being said, this is so well done and so realistic that you will feel the discomfort in playing boyfriend dungeon and going through this. Because you are in a position where you just can't avoid having your boundaries violated. And that always feels you icky. Know, feels icky. The, like, but like I said, like, the good part about that is, is like, you are full. Like, there are supportive people around there you. There are super supportive doesn't people. Doesn't happen in real life. No, it does not. Like I said, this is like baby's first stalker skin sim. You know? <laughs> baby's first stalker It's true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And I mean, I laugh, but it is, it is, that no, situation not, is so wrong. prevalent you're that you should wrong. sit your 12 year old down and go, this is how creeps are going to act. 
And this is how good friends would act if this person is being creepy. And if your friends aren't being supportive in this way, baby, they are not your friends. That's what I mean by baby's first stalker sim. Like you could you could really sit your child down and say this is this is it, honey. A very tame, mild version of what it is. These are how you establish boundaries. Yes. But that is if you if you really are like an awkward 12-year-old and you don't really know how you would make friends or how to have good emotional, um, empathetic conversations, this is also a good game for you. Because it, it teaches you it's how delightful. to have a real nuanced conversation about boundaries and about how you feel and then listening to how other people feel. So, you know, if you're super awkward and again, if these triggers don't affect you, it's a good thing. Dynamite says, no, you have to feed me. <laughs> I know my cat refuses to let me better right now. She is she is not acknowledging you. She is like I am I am on an affection strike until I get food and recompense. Ma'am. <sighs> I'm not feeding her. She's got how much time do we have now? She has fifty minutes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What is time anyway? <laughs> I mean, what is what is time anyway when you think about it, Bacon? Like, what is it? Maybe you should tell um, Dynamite that you're not broadcasting. Like, I feel like she's trying to make a public plea for help, but it's just two people here. Like, maybe she thinks you're like, <laughs> we're not live streaming. We're not live streaming, and she's just trying to appeal to. <laughs> no, when people. I'm live streaming, she's um, actually right back here because she doesn't like cameras. So when I'm live streaming, she's behind my chair, but just, just like, like. A centimeter outside of arm's reach. Or she'll jump up on um, the cat tree that I have next to my computer and she'll just like stare at me. Listen. And continue to stare at me. And then sometimes she'll start reaching out towards my knee like, excuse me. (laughs) I know you're alive right now. However. Have you fed the cat? (laughs) Like, have you considered feeding the cat? I feel like we should just advocate for dynamite who is clearly wasting away after having not been fed for several hours uh she got several fed, hours she got fed um four hours and no less than that she got fed how does math work uh she's writing yes. the second three, installment three three hours and 48 minutes ago She's writing the second installment of that unfeeded biography that's around the internet for cats that talk about she's, how they have You, you know, she's she's actually making it so that, like, I'm getting better at basic math. <laughs> <laughs> and she should be compensated with food. She will get compensated for food in 48 minutes. <laughs> And she does know time. She actually knows time very well. She's just like waiting out in front of the GameStop. It's like a lawn chair. She knows that it's not open. But she's got nothing better to do. So she's just going to wait for the food to open up. I get it. All right. So we got got a few minutes. A few things got pushed off the table. And rightfully so. We were going to talk about 12 minutes. And the, uh, uh, we can just shorten 12 minutes to don't play that game. Um, 
I want to get into it because I I routinely um all I routinely say that there's no such thing as a bad game. Um, I would say twelve minutes is probably probably the first bad game I've played in a long time, and as a result, it requires a moment. It requires a moment. Yeah, it does require its time because now I get to talk about what a bad game is because <laughs> I haven't been able to because most games are good. Like most games, literally come down to preference. It's just like, do you want it? Do you have the money? Are you in the mood? No, no, no. Then go home. It's fine. No problem. No harm. No foul. It's like not seeing a movie. You know what I mean? And uh, but this is it was bad, but that would require more time and a little more digging because the more I dig, the more problematic it gets. And now I think I'm I think I think this is gonna be a thing. That's one. Um you're playing The World Ends With You too? The Electric Boogaloo? Uh, Neo The World Ends With You. But yes, it is the sequel to the first game, The World Ends With You. Yes. Um that I feel like that is also a lot of time. I'm also going we're also gonna have Justin on for that. Um Yes. I think I'm the only one playing it. Are you the only one who just never played the? Uh, I thought Justin played the first one. I, 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 that's a good question. Did Justin play the first one? I don't remember. Mm. I'm so used to being the only one who plays these games that I just don't even know anymore. Um, like the new Tales game that's going to be coming out, and I'm definitely going to be playing that one. But like, I've historically played a lot of Tales games. Well, uh, that game is real strong. Uh, they released a demo about two weeks ago. That's a very, very strong game. I pre-ordered that game. So we'll be playing it together. All right? There we go. Dual dual well, JRPG review here. Although it sounds like that one is going to be one of the few like one of the few games that doesn't have couch co-op, which will suck. But it's fine. I'll be playing it on PC anyway. All right. Um, there's also the um, announcement of that uh, they will be playing the Martin Luther King. They will be playing the uh, I Have a Dream speech live in Fortnite. So from my understanding is that it's it's set up like a museum walkthrough. Right. But like, I don't know Fortnite. I'm not like this is my I'm throwing my age card. Yeah, I think that as um, social commentators, it's important to understand our own blind spots. And I don't know shit about Fortnite. The, <laughs> the the one of the largest blind spots in all in this program is Fortnite. Um, all I see are like splashbacks from things that happen in Fortnite. I read news articles. So what I might have to do is I might have to import one of my students. Um, this is one ages 15, 18, 20. I have to import two of them because I know two of them play Fortnite to chime in on the pot on how successful a Martin what you just record what they have to say. Yes, I'm just going to record what they have to say because I'm curious, but it's a blind spot. Bacon's like, this is weird and wringing their hands and walking out of the room. I'm really I'm not even wringing my hands. I'm just like, OK, right. <laughs> um, I'm excited for the shit show that will be Fortnite standing up for um uh racial justice that can only end well i just it's a it's an anxiety attack of a game i don't understand how we bring this level of nuance to something that is like be shot at but then like build the staples arena to defend yourself <laughs> right like, i don't build how yourself did we get a here? sniper tower 
Right. Like, how did we get here? My my favorite thing about Fortnite was that it was a tower defense game. It was originally a tower defense game. It took several years to develop. And then when it came out, everyone was like, this is just a fucking tower defense game. What the whole fuck? And left. And then they brought out Battle Royale mode that became Fortnite, as we understand it. And then it um introduced us to, and then, it, you know, there was the Travis Scott thing. There's the Ariana Grande concert. I mean, there's a precedent here. But, you know, going, the, as an old as an older gamer, the sentence, if it worked for Travis Scott, it can work for Martin Luther King, is a concerning one. Oh, dear. And an intriguing one. Oh, dear. And I'm willing to see how this goes. I refuse to pass judgment. We here, we have no judgment. We I, are just, I literally, I have no, like, all of my, like, oh, that's a little weird. But, like, at the same time, they're also doing it not in February and not on the man's birthday. I, you know what? I'm just going to like swap. Which I thought was delightfully surprising. Out of this chair. Because I don't, I don't even know what to think. Like, I'm going to go seek refuge in Stardew Valley. <laughs> like, I just. It's a very comforting It is the best game. game. And if you build a Martin Luther King Jr. monument there, it would make more sense than Fortnite. Listen, I don't. I don't know. Like we've had full concerts in there, and like there, like Aaron said, we had the trap. There was a Travis Scott museum that they built inside of it. Like they it's just built, a strange they, place. They built a full walkthrough museum for Martin Luther King and segregation. It's I saw some screenshots, and I was like, and there's like text next to like describing segregation in the bathrooms, and I'm like. This is, is this, a museum. <laughs> is this their way of trying to inform the children and get around critical race theory, you think? Like, are all the games just going to have hidden, like, critical race theory Easter yeah. eggs? I, like, I don't know. This right. Is like, that, that's the thing. It's like we've never, it's like. I am 20 years too old for this game. <laughs> I mean, and I'm older than you, but I'm just like wondering, is this how we teach the children now? Are we going to get log into Destiny 2 and it's going to be like. Oh my Malcolm God. X I, as a guardian. Listen, who's come oh, back to you mean Zavala? No, Zavala. <laughs> Zavala is too, too. He, he's he's softened since you stopped playing. Yeah, Zavala is. No, I know. He's um. I was being shade. That was just all shade. <laughs> <laughs> like Zavala wishes he was Malcolm X. He was. Nigga, he it, he nigga, was. It was nigga, this, uh, the, what I just said was all shade. <laughs> he, he was listen my man was getting after it back in the day it's just it's just that again that's a long discussion about zavala and it yes poor guy that's where we're gonna, we're gonna was a mess. remember superman when superman came on hard times and grew a beard and had an alcohol problem <laughs> It's Wait, very much Thor. No, Superman. I think <laughs> Superman. in the third, in the in the third Superman movie he had it was the third or the second Superman movie. Oh, I don't. In remember. one of the Superman movies, he had he came on hard times and literally stopped wanting to be Superman and was like super hobo. Yeah. And he had a drinking problem he he and a, a beard, and he's just stumbling around. Isn't that the one where the scientists like put tar in the kryptonite thing or something? I think that was was it Richard. That was the one Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor was in. That's yeah. the third one. Yeah, yeah. That was the third one. Okay, so, yeah. yes. So he was hobo Superman for a while. Right. So Zavala's in that boat. He's he's approaching hobo Zavala, hobo hobo led uh, vanguard commander, and like I said, that's a whole other discussion. The new season of Destiny started on Tuesday. We'll get around the event at some point, but needs more time to cook. Right now, it's still hot in the oven. And um, 
yeah, I don't think there is. Oh, yeah, and um, I'm trying to figure out how to tell people to actually spend money on a video game. Because I actually like Aliens Fireteam Elite quite a bit, but it costs real money. The most Game Pass compatible game in human history. A, a squad-based horde mode alien shooter of considerable quality would be great for Game Pass. It is, in fact, real U.S. dollars. 40 fucking U.S. dollars. So now... I gotta concoct the sto- I gotta concoct the proper case to suggest that Americans part with their hard-earned gift cards and <laughs> rewards points to play this game where you shoot aliens. It is in fact the best aliens game ever made. I mean, they might put it on Game Pass in like another three, four weeks. Like, let it cook. Because the last thing you want is to convince people to spend money and then like it appears. For free. Well, here's the deal. I mean, <laughs> with a game like this. Okay, you know what? You know what, though? I am a person who will know that if a game is free, but I will still purchase it. So, like, Boyfriend right. Dungeon, purchase, even though I could get it on Game Pass. Right. Knew mm-hmm. I could get it for free. I am a person who will absolutely spend money on a game that I can get yeah. for free just so I can support the devs. Also, if I know a game is leaving Game Pass, I will buy it on sale. Like, right. I know, like, Boyfriend Dungeon not going to be on Game Pass forever. Same thing with, like, Octopath Traveler, for example. Right. Octopath Traveler. Traveler's on on loaner, so I saw it on sale for like twenty five bucks, and I bought it because right. it was on sale. So I was like, all right, this is not going to be here. But certain games, you know, Halo, the Bethesda games, are all going to be on Game Pass for four or five years at least. So yeah, but yeah, that's why. I'm, it, but that's again, these are all developing stories. Um, we did talk about Boyfriend Dungeon, and we're all confused by the Fortnite Fortnite X MLK crossover event. That we didn't know we needed very much as in the African American community. And um yep. Yeah. Uh I think I think that about covers everything. I think we did it. I think we did it, guys. Is there anything else? Sorry, I just found Nina Perez's post. Well, we can't talk, talk talk about the internet on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, well yeah, I was just like I was like, Nina Perez on a fourth account, friend Listen. requested me. Yes. And I'm like, oh, and then immediately, of course, because Facebook is messy, Facebook immediately sent me to the, I can explain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now I like my, I have nothing, I have nothing left. Right. Erica. <laughs> I've been sent. <laughs> Erica, do you have anything to add? Um, I mean... Somebody should donate so that you can hand out those gift cards for people also, to play aliens and so that Bacon can continue their coffee adventures. Wait. Uh, actually, listen, I'm unemployed. My benefits are running out. Please donate. <laughs> Definitely donate. We need, we need more latte art and less worrying about rent. Please. Also, I've, got this, I've got this one taken care of. Also, let me uh, email those developers. See if I can get some free some free digital codes for goddamn Alien Fireteam Elite. <laughs> Actually, you got a point. Those developers. Right. Let's, let's, let's talk to people. You know what? We're I'm about to all right, I'm about to put boots to the ground. I'm about to start talking to people electronically <laughs> with my mask on in the house. Right. Social distance. Social distance networking. Yes. I'm just gonna go ahead and practice. I'm just gonna go ahead and and keep the same energy and just have zoom calls with a welding mask on <laughs> and that's our program for everybody that's that's it all right folks 
Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week and have a blessed day.